0: This thing is, I think it's a, a script show, a dance show.
1: Work there, dude. Welcome to.
0: Life. Life.
1: Welcome back, guys, on today's show. A CEO just gave all of its employees $10,000 each, and if you're lost, answer your phone. And also, let's go Brandon! And have you been a victim of a injection site spike? All this and much more we be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? And over to my far-hand side is IT Dan.
2: Yeah, I'm doing great right today. Glad Good. to be here.
1: We are broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studios located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. A beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We're located on about 22 some odd acres. We have horses, chickens, cattle, all that stuff in between and we broadcast above my beautiful, fully renovated, above my three-car garage,
2: our studio here. Yeah, you, you can use the word studio our listeners would understand
1: so dan how is your week going now for me nothing really believe it or not in my wide world of oddities and things that happen to me on a daily basis this whole entire week was actually kind of a fuddy-duddy for me so i really don't have any stories other than i'm kind of pissed about halloween can you feel it that, that well, we're not really getting into the halloween spirit you are i mean i, I think it, it's four days before halloween you got your mask on already no. i think that's pretty good i have a mask on dan i mean for the most oh, part that's... i mean i'm driving around and i'm not seeing houses decorated. Decorated as much, I don't know nice. if it's just me and where I live, because we live out in the middle of nowhere in a beautiful town we like to call Marshville. I'm not seeing, yeah. like, decorations. I'm not seeing the spooky stuff. But what about you? I mean, you're, I'm, I'm you live s- in an actual neighborhood.
2: Yeah, and I see some. And, you know, I'd say one out of every ten houses decorated. It's not a lot.
1: But you said only 19 houses at your place only hand we- out candy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, so uh, They might so
2: decorate, but I don't want kids coming over. <laughs> no. And we are having a Halloween party, an adult Halloween party at the pool house. Are you really? Yes. Can I go? Is yes. there? Is there beverages there? Yeah, there would be, be. I think most everything is bring your own beverages. Is there really? It's, mostly, it's alcoholic beverages.
1: Now, are you going to go? No. Why not, Dan? You uh, got to meet the people that you live in your neighborhood. No, in your neighborhood,
2: I I know enough of them, so um, I'm going to let you know. I'm I'm a little tired today. Why? Tired uh, of what? My,
1: meeting people in your neighborhood? No.
2: Monday and Tuesday, I'm. And crazily picked up this demolition and redo a bathroom floor in this house built in the, like the 1900s you're
1: not going to give me a, a step-by-step on how you no, broke down the floor no, okay. but let,
2: let's just say that the house is a disaster everything's sagging in the floor and it's it's a mess and i'm doing that and i'm thinking i said why am i doing this you know what i really should do what i should go find a nice cushy job where i can sit in a seat and relax in a nice studio and maybe be like on a talk show so i take it easy You should get a job like that, Dan yeah it's my dream job someday
1: so what you're saying is dan you want to do this full time no no
2: this what we're doing what we're doing now is great one well, day, what, one day you're, a week.
1: what you're doing yeah. now is great i i do i've got three other podcasts that i work on and so you're just catching just one fourth of my daily week so
2: yeah and i think it's all working out good for both of
1: us okay good um what else is going on dan uh how's kathy how was her birthday by the way she had oh. a happy birthday to her
2: yeah we went out to a nursery and i told her i want <laughs> you went to, i almost thought you said you Went out to a nursing home. No, we went to a nursery, and we found um, – I told her I wanted to get a – she wanted a red maple tree. So I found a red maple tree. You know, we brought it home, and I dug a hole and planted it. So that was that in was that a order. Birthday present, yes, in that order.
1: Did you do anything special for a birthday? As we far went as like Den- lunch, we went
2: to Denton. Denton, where's Denton at? Denton, you uh, take a puff, by light my fart, and you go through, pull my finger, North seriously, Carolina, Dan, and seriously. Denton. I don't
1: need jokes every five minutes. Just tell me what's okay. going on. D-
2: Denton is about half hour um, east of our house. Okay, it's a it's it's a small town, probably bigger than Marshville though. Okay, and we we went and then we found a place with outdoors eating we sat underneath the canopy and
1: had some real nice burgers and did you do anything special for her as far as the, uh, outside the red maple or anything did you get anything for her did you get her I, card, I got her, see, her this card.
2: I got her a card
1: and what did it say
2: it's uh, said, see exactly roses what it said. are
1: red violets are purple
2: no, it was actually a pretty card and then i said i love you even though you're a pain in my ass
1: did you really yes, oh that's sober yes. man and you've been married how long 47 years 47 years 47 years well, today good.
2: nixon resigned we got married
1: were you waiting for him to resign now okay. it just happened well good That's see it right now i guess everything's kind of boring between the two of us nothing really happened this week now it has been getting cold out and the weather's kind of uh, we're well, not picking up going down and my leaves are all over the yard dan i know we're sitting here talking about the, the most mundane things but do you have like leave problems in your yard my i just mow my lawn and i leave the lawn so you, I, cr- you crunch them all up and just let them go yeah I you don't put go. lime down or anything i
2: don't i don't do anything on my lawn except water and my lawn looks greener than most of them in our neighborhood is it natural water but the, those aren't the important leaves the important leaves are the leaves over my brother in law's house why because those leaves are the ones that he pays me to rake them all up so i get to blow and rake all his leaves and blow them into the neighbor's property so those are the leaves <laughs> i care about those are the money leaves yeah. Yeah.
1: all right guys well will stick around we got a riveting exciting show for you this week stick around you're listening to deacon live right here on proper radio i'll be right back
0: Today's the day they see the truth from the outside
1: Weatherby, their latest song, It's Not My Fault. Check them out. Rock country artists from Michigan. Go to taylanweatherby.com. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Hi.
3: Yes. Hi. My name is Kaya, Rickard Urban, and I'm calling you on behalf of Spectrum, your internet provider. And Just so you know, we do record our calls for quality. So do I. Um. First of all, it, according to my records, you are still on the old, slow, Time Warner cable modem, correct? I don't know. Okay. Well, um, you are, and look, my records say you are, um, we can offer you an upgrade at a, you know, way faster speed and probably for less money. Do you know off the top of your head how much your Internet service is right now? No. No. Well, usually out east and on the coast. It's in the 80s. I had to talk to a gentleman earlier, and his was 104. With the new modem, um, with a faster speed, uh, bringing into the 21st century, it's only 69.99. Ah,
0: and, 69 okay. yeah. All right. I
3: know. So how much would you be saving a month? I have no idea. You don't remember how much you pay for spectrum? Uh-uh. On demand oh, movies. Uh, boring.
0: Boring. Why? That's boring.
3: What is?
2: all that stuff. It just seems so boring.
3: Movies? No, 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 no. Especially during the holiday season. Oh. Uh, so, your, um, your modem would be to you in about three to five business days. What's a B to you? I don't know. That's
1: what you said. The modem B to you.
3: Would be to you. Oh, a B to you. You have quite a sense of humor. I am high as hell. Uh-oh. I am
2: high, Arizona tea high.
3: Well, I better call you back tomorrow then.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be high tomorrow too.
3: Oh dear. <laughs> well, I'm in Iowa, so I'm uh, an hour in back of you. I'm okay. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, peace out. Call four zero seven
0: four four eight 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 zero zero.
3: 448 Zero, hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. Eight eight zero zero.
1: Amy's breaking into the beer. Welcome back to Deca Live. Over to our far right hand side is IT Dan. We are broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studios. Don't blame the Democrats or the Republicans. Don't blame Biden or Trump. Blame the actual culprit of the widespread virus. For more information, go to covidsapien.com for more information. Now, Dan, you have you have a very delicate palate, I should say. You enjoy spam a lot. I had spam for breakfast this morning.
2: Three pieces of fried spam. They were
1: good. Now it's not good for you. Do you have like culinary stuff that you use, or is it like you're proud of? Like we watch Hell's Kitchen, and Hell's Kitchen has um, they give the the chefs at the beginning of the show. They give them all these real nice, fancy. I mean, they're probably like three thousand dollar knives. You can go to camera four if you want.
2: Yeah, we we have we have some um, a few nice steak knives, but we also I have one that's special. It's a it's a kitchen knife, cutting knife uh-huh. that a friend of mine got me that was handcrafted from Vietnam. He passed away. He He was a veteran,
1: and he uh, got me this knife. So you, you still use it? Yeah, I use it once in a while. Okay. Well, if you look right here, this company is taking steak knives to a whole new level. Steak knives being made from hardened wood are three times sharper than steel.
2: Yeah. By experimenting with alternative methods of wood processing. Scientists have actually come up wood, with wood
1: wood processing.
2: Yeah. Scientific scientists have actually come up with a new hardened form of natural material that could be fashioned into sharp knives and sturdy nails. The results are three times sharper than a standard dinner table knife and could be thrown in the dishwasher
1: after use. Now we have yeah. bamboo cutting boards that you're not allowed to put in the dishwasher or anything like that. Do you have anything that you're not allowed to put in the dishwasher? I would think well, wood. Itself is not allowed to go in the dishwasher.
2: Yeah, and we have some. We have some spatulas that are for, you know, stick-free
1: hands. Th- that you beat each other and, with? <laughs> no. And we
2: have we have the spatulas, but they have wooden handles, and we usually wash them by hand just so we don't ruin the wood handle.
1: Okay. So this har- this hardy new form of wood is a handiwork of scientists from the University of Maryland. They have s- set out to try to create this new natural strength, which lies in the cellulose packed inside. The wood is accounting for 40 to 50% of the material, and itself is higher strength, density, the ratio, engineers, material, and stuff like that. So here we go. Read this right here.
2: It's a two-step process, the senior. In the first step we partially delineify the, the wood typically wood is very rigid but after a removal of the lining it becomes soft flexible and somewhat squishy and the second step we do a hot press by applying pressure and heat to the chemically produced wood to densify and remove the water i mean wouldn't this make a perfect murder weapon you stab somebody and then throw it in the fire
1: yeah that would make sense if you did that but i mean that's how they make tempered steel tempered steel is the same way they, they heat it up and then they cool it and they heat it up and cool it and what it does is it causes these nice tight ripples in like your hammers and stuff they always a never bang to. Ham, two tempered steel hammers together because it'll, it'll split off and, and shoot because it's all under pressure.
2: And the same uh, process with tempered glass for your,
1: so car, your side windows. And so the hardened wood has, is then carved into a knife and then coated with mineral oil. So I guess you're going to have to take care of these things. And they say that, that uh, when it was used, cut through whatever seemed like here, separated use. As you can see, I didn't read through these stories. Our kitchen, we have many wood pieces that are used for a very long time, like cutting boards, chopsticks, and rolling pins, Mr. Lee says. So right now they're coming out with a ultra 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 hardwood for steak knives now that would do a lot because the steel industry in itself is um you know it's hard to get steel. I mean, there, there's laborers out there, there's manufacturers out there that they can't, you know, fill the the void as far as jobs and anything. As far as those big industrial work, yeah. And I've not seen a shortage of steak knives yet, but I haven't been well, looking for either. Side. Well, you, I mean, you yeah. buy a steak knife and yeah. you buy a steak knife for, I don't want to say for life, but how often? I've got right now, Dan. I've I've required. I had a steak knife set when my wife and I first met. She had a steak knife set, and then her dad passed away, and we we got his steak knife set. So we've got a combination of three different steak knife, yeah so. and we
2: we don't have any asset set per se but we have you know we have enough that we all are cutting and you know Poultry work and things like
1: that. Now, Dan, back in your younger years, you used yeah. to you said you used to drink beer or alcohol or something like that, right? Yeah. When I was like 12 years old. <laughs> right. Now, I today you don't, you say you have, maybe have a glass of
2: red wine or something like that? Yeah. I, um, yeah. Sometimes I'll have a glass of wine at, at night before bedtime.
1: Do you do any like hard liquor? I say, no. And I hate to use the word hard liquor because it just makes it sound horrible like you're doing something wrong.
2: No, but the, I mean, do you that's... do drugs? No, I just do hard drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but at uh, night no, I think would like a, people understand that, but I, no, I don't drink any. Um, I
1: never really have. So. A
2: so, vodka, I used to drink.
1: Something. Really? Um, I uh, my wife likes to do the hard seltzer, and, and for the longest time, there's, there was a level of things going on. People, the college kids were drinking these high, these high calorie IPAs. Oh, I drink a you know craft beers, and then they were wondering why they were putting on twenty pounds because every craft beer has got like three hundred calories in each one. What's the alcohol content? Uh, and a craft beer can go anywhere up to eight percent, almost eleven percent on a craft beer. But now, all of a sudden, everyone's you know feeling, that they're getting big fat fucks and stuff. And so they started bringing out these hard seltzers. Now hard seltzers are, you know, 100 calories, 5% alcohol, almost no sugars at all, low carbs. So all these snobs were trying to get into, trying to lose weight. They say, I'll do the hard seltzer. And when White Claw came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is going to drink this shit? Because in my time, you might remember a product called Zima. Do you remember Zima? Ba- I've seen it. I've never all right, had so it. So Zima was almost like a, I called it a alcoholic sprite. It was in a glass bottle and it was it just, it was horrible. It was a malt beverage. But now the new halts, hard seltzers are coming around and they have taken off. Well, unfortunately the company by the name of Trulia or the... Trulia. Yeah, the, yeah. the product called Truly Truly I guess. I call it Trulia for some reason. It was called Trulia. Uh, They got into the game a little bit too late and what they did is they overbought, got into the game just a little bit too late. Boston Beer Chairman Jim Cote told CNBC on Friday, the company is deciding to throw away its excess supply of truly hard seltzer. They're getting rid of it, Dan. They, yeah. they don't want to discount it. They don't want to do anything with it. They don't, they just want to cut their losses, get rid of everything like that. So, right there.
2: Yeah, we were aggressive about adding capacity, adding inventory, buying That's raw materials, cans, flavors, and frankly, we overbought. You also founded Samuel Adams Parent. You know, when the growth stops, we had more of all those things we were able to use because there is a shelf life.
1: So, yeah. the Boston yeah. Beer reported an unexpected loss of per share after Thursday's market closed. So that's, I mean, that's, you know, seven or five hundred and sixty one million below what they were expected to get. So right now, they are. Let's see. Uh, why the Boston Beer decided to uh, toss the product instead of offering sales promotions and and try to spur the last little mint. The Cox, uh, Cox, Cox, Coat, Coke said. Oh,
2: okay. So instead of instead of selling it reduced and and people are getting it where it's past its shelf life uh-huh. and they're not happy with it. He doesn't want to have unhappy customers. So,
1: so yeah, he's throwing it away, throwing it in the rivers. I think there was um. What was it? The Tea Party that did that. They threw yeah, all the tea. The in there.
2: Boston Tea Party. That I was just a little kid then.
1: You can see there's a a. a A motif here. I mean, this is Boston Beer Company, and they have Sam Adams. This is all the whole thing, what I'm saying. So there they go. Now, Dan, you went out to lunch with Kathy the other day. What did you have to eat?
2: Uh, We got some burgers, and you know what I liked about them? I asked for them well done, and they were really well done and crunchy.
1: So not only did you ask for burgers, but it's a burger that you can have cooked to order. And that would be a big selling point. You know, if if you saw hamburgers and you just got whatever the chef put on there.
2: But I can't tell you how many times I'll say, I want a burger well done, and you really Well done, and you get it back, and it's they just throw it on the same for everybody. How do you they don't even look at it? But how do you eat your hamburger? I like my hamburger to be have black on it and have a little crunch to it. I like it well done. Do you really? Yeah, like a hockey puck. Yeah, not quite like a hockey puck, but hockey puck with a soft filling. Yeah,
1: so I guess if it's cooked to order, what type of meat are they using? Are they they can't be using 9010 because 9010 would. Cook up like that and it'd be a hockey puck. No, it's probably 80-20, but, you know, I have to check. So right now, do you remember the – have you ever had A&W Root Beer? Yeah, I have had A&W Root Beer. And and what do they call it when they put ice cream on top of it? Uh, Root Beer Float. Or my uncle called it a uh, black cow. Have you ever heard that slogan? Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard black cow, but not for that. Yeah, it was a black cow when you just took, a- and it was a and W, I I believe. Look it up, Dan. See if you can find out what black cow is, ice cream. And we would have black cows. And we would have A&W, and he put two scoops of vanilla in there. And I think that was it. It's kind of like having a white Russian and a, a black Russian. Black Russian has no cream in it. It's just liqueur and bailey, I believe. You looking it up? Ah, uh,
2: black cow ice cream. Well, there's a place that sells ice cream called black cow. Oh, so creamy vanilla swirled with spicy root beer sherbet. So that's from somebody that mixes them together oh. in that place. Well, I might have been lied to as a well, kid. Here we go. What's the difference between a black cow and a root beer float? Mm-hmm. It just varies by region. Root beer float is strictly vanilla ice cream. A float made with root beer and chocolate ice cream is a chocolate cow or a brown cow. In some cases, a black cow or brown cow was made with cola instead of root beer. I've always, I've always had just vanilla ice cream and root beer.
1: So I remember as a kid growing up and, you know, I've been lied yeah. to many times as a kid growing up. Now, A&W actually had a, a, standalone burger joint. Like a, like a, what do you call it? A, um, like a Burger King or a McDonald's or something like oh. that. They had an A&W, uh, place. And back in the eighties, They were trying to compete. They were trying to beat up the big guy, McDonald's. And McDonald's has the – they have the Big Mac. They have the cheeseburger. They got the regular cheeseburger. And then they came out with the Quarter Pounder. And so A&W goes, you know what? We're going to go after that. We're going to go after the Quarter Pounder. What do you got?
2: Oh, no. I'm just looking to see what A&W restaurants are. How many are there? Um, Well, there's one in Spartansburg, South Carolina. But let me just look at the locations. They're out of Kentucky, so –
1: it might take a minute for you to <laughs> upload it. Is yes. that what you're saying?
2: Yes. No, I'm just trying to find where they are. Oh. Hey. Well, go ahead. Um, It just seems like there's one big bunch of them. Oh, nothing near us. They're all in Kentucky.
1: Well, it's kind of like uh, Crystal's. Crystal's is only everywhere around us but North Carolina for whatever reason. Crystal's Hamburgers. Now, A W is using its past market failure to promote their brand new burger. And what will it be this time? Well, what better way to start your week than reminiscing about the good old days of old-fashioned marketing fails? Now, you know the type of major brands that come up with some kind of foolproof product, kind of like Truly. Oh, the new Coke. Yeah, exactly. And so their ad campaign came around in the 1980s that said... Hey, McDonald's has a quarter pounder. We've got the one-third pounder. Unfortunately, this whole entire marketing plan failed. You know why? People don't know fractions. And it's because they think, well, four is larger than three. And so they're completely tanked, and, and they said, you know what? It almost threw us out of business. We put this whole big marketing thing back in. So right now, they are redoing their whole entire marketing plan for this new burger, which is basically the old burger just redesigned. So here you go. Take it away. Right there,
2: yeah. Dan. A&W, you know, perhaps they're embittered by the hard-learned lessons of the past, is still stuck on winning Americans over with a big, juicy burger.
1: And they have a really good hamburger i mean it's it's almost like you were talking about like cooked to order
2: have you ever had one
1: yes i have and they're not cooked to order but it's like do you like wendy's hamburgers where it's never frozen it's real meat i'm not crazy about Wendy's. oh jesus dan i can't (laughs) win with you (laughs) (laughs) i just like spam but but spam
2: is all i like no wendy's i get my frosty there but at least i said it right uh so they decided to rebrand the one-third quarter pounder in a way that americans of all math skill levels would be drawn to the three ninths three slash Nine, which means three ninth pound burger, which anyone who knows math knows that it goes in eighths of sixteen.
1: So yeah, so the three ninths, if you yeah. break it down, is when, one, one third. It's a one third pound yeah. hamburger. So they figured that they do the one third hamburger or the three ninth hamburger with the retard[s] that are out there will go. Oh, that's larger than the quarter pounder. That's got to be more meat. So here's a and,
2: look. And actually, they're going to be right in that one case that it is larger than the quarter pounder. But you know, basically, there's three types of people in this world. People are good at math and people who aren't good at 19, math
1: then. so i'm gonna put this i'll, I'll get the camera then and you guys can watch this. This is the actual commercial that's coming out with the three ninth burger. So if you want, want to watch this for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. Uh, the way you do that is go over to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, and you can see for every podcast we do have matching videos. So here we go.
0: In the nineteenties, ANW launched an advertising campaign to promote a new third pound burger. It was bigger and beefier than the competition's puny quarter pound option, and the price was the same. So how come nobody bought it? it turns out out Americans are just terrible at math (laughs) like really bad smaller than one quarter because you know four is bigger than three the whole thing went down in history as a huge marketing fail and we've spent the last 40 years crunching the numbers our best mathematicians working day in and day out (laughs) trying to crack the uncrackable code solving the unsolvable equation to claw our way back from this embarrassing episode and we've done it introducing the ANW three nights burger it's bigger genius
1: look how big it is look at it look how yeah. big it is dan yeah it is it is marketing and it's also. the same price too that's what they're saying it's the same price as the quarter pounder and you know but look at the bun i don't know i like a, a nice sesame seed bun this looks like a biscuit almost on top or kind of like a dinner roll I still think for big burgers, Hardee's got the best deal. The fully big burgers. I've never so. liked Hardee's. I don't know why. I just I think the name Hardee's just kind of moves
2: me a little bit. And <laughs> the thing is, if you go out west, it's Carl's Jr. and the burgers are better. Same signs, almost everything's identical. Same star. But.
1: Uh, Kyle's junior tastes better. All right. Well, it's probably because they're closer to the distribution center. All right. When we come back, if you have, if you work for a company and the CEO gave you ten thousand, no, don't look over here, Dan. I'm not giving you ten thousand dollars. Gave you ten thousand dollars and a one way or a round trip ticket. First class, anywhere in the world, you probably hang out with that job or that position, right? Yeah, I think that's a nice thing. The CEO did that when they when they found out that uh, she took over the company, took over the controlling shares of the company, and, and gave everyone a good old bonus check. Stick around. You'll see Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
0: listening to i'm not a loser deacon live. deacon live deacon live deacon live of course
1: you're listening to the best new rock here on profit radio stick around we'll be right back
0: Don't like Nothing. Internet radio. i do not like internet radio profit radio profit radio, profit radio.
3: it's broken is this it? broken really
0: let to twist
3: the knob a little bit twist
2: the knob all right hold-
3: it's a boom stand. It's, it's, it's kind of like a penis if you
1: could do... If a penis had knuckles. Right.
0: Does your penis have knuckles?
1: I named my penis
0: Knuckles. Penis. And this is what's happening in your world tonight. 40707-448-8800. Seven, seven,
1: Deacon Live now presents you Kid Corinth, with his latest song, Fireworks, from his upcoming album called The Yacht Club. For more information, check him out. On ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live, broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studio. Don't blame the Democrats or the Republicans, Trump or Biden. Blame the actual culprit for this widespread of the virus. Go to COVIDSapien.com. That's COVIDSapien.com for more information. And now it's time for Up to Speed with Technology with Dan.
2: Ah, good afternoon. Um, I was wondering if anybody knew, what is polyglue?
1: Polly what? Polly Igloo. Yeah. It, is well, that like when I have, uh, one too many coolers? No, it's a little bit different. It's, um, but close. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: no, two famous Japanese inventors took language translation to the next level and cre- created an instant translator called Polyglue. It can easily translate real-time speech into 36 languages with only a few finger taps. It's a handheld voice translator. It costs about 175 bucks. And I looked and there are about 18 similar items on Amazon, but this one seems to do things the other ones don't. The <laughs> So um, it does
1: it in real time. What's yeah, the difference between that and the, the Google translation well, app on your if phone? You, if
2: you happen to be stopping in in a foreign country and need to ask for directions, because I always just stop in a yeah, foreign country, yeah, or <laughs> order food, and I mean, I'd like one just so I could be able to translate what people in Deep salt say to me. They sometimes they'll talk to me. and It's like a foreign language. Donde es el biblioteco? Yes, and um, <laughs> and and I'd really like to see if they can make a translator so you can understand women. But that would be a big big technology and stuff. This company Razor thinks you want a PC gaming headset that vibrates. And they ju- the company just announced a new gaming headset called the Kraken V3 that features haptic vibrations designed to help a- make it a more immersing thing. I just, I don't understand it. They, um, It's something that... You that's, know what I
1: would like? Yeah. I would like the chair shoes or yeah. something that... The vest. The, the, the vest. Yes.
2: But having it in your ear not only would be irritating...
1: It, it would mess up your equilibrium. I, I,
2: I can't see that causing you nerve damage or other problems with your ears, so I I'd kind of stay away from that. They they also say you could watch it with you don't need any apps. You could watch it for movies. I'd but, stay away here, but um,
1: I think they should come out and not necessarily the vest because the vest. I would think it would get hot. You know the motors and everything running on it. If you well, had
2: no s- motors, just magnets.
1: Well, all right, yeah. magnets. But I mean, yeah. the my controller gets a little warm, does it yours? Um, no, that's you so don't true. play. You don't play hard as well, I do. I, you don't I play don't, as hard as I do. Dan. I don't play golf. <laughs> that's what you become a wimp. But I you know. mean, I mean, they've got chairs like gaming chairs that they vibrate that do they vibrate i don't know i've never had one yeah i think they do have some that will have that and then uh, i i would think they would come out you ever seen those beads that taxi drivers have in their cars you know that they sit on maybe they have something that you sit on in your because i've got these real nice white leather lounge have you seen those my lounge chairs no, in the don't.
2: studio he doesn't let me in his house
1: in my movie room i got these big white leather things it put a uh, like a massage thing on your back i mean it, what's the what's the sharper image
2: Yeah. Oh uh, a little or Planet Fitness has the massage. Yeah, put
1: put that in your in your chair and you know like if you get shot in the back or something. I don't know. Yeah,
2: it would be interesting. But I I, I'd stay away from that thing. But there is one thing I found very interesting. Uh some of these high end iPhone pros have LIDAR. And you probably wonder what that is. Is that like GaDAR? No. LIDAR stands for light detection and raging. It may also be commonly referred to as three D laser scanning. But you know, I would think of it as radar, but with light waves instead of Sound waves. So you can take a picture with the camera okay. with in the special software. And let's say you want to take a picture of a room that you really like in a house. Okay. Or a childhood or a tree house you built, you can take a picture and it takes a three D image, almost like you'd see at some realtor sites. You can take the picture with the camera, the light bounces back off the rooms and creates a three D image that you can spin around in and look at it. So
1: how do they do that if it's if you're sitting forward? So if I'm I'm looking forward, my My yeah. prefer rip, my peripherals from left to right, up to down, and I take the camera and hit Click, take the yeah. picture. I'm only gonna get a three D image of that or do I have to you, move the camera you, like when you do you, the panoramic. Kind of like the panoramic. Oh, okay.
2: But it's it's much more detailed. Um I saw a video where a guy walked around a statue and it will show you what parts you need where you need to move the camera to fill in all the spots. And afterwards they showed it back and there's a movie and it's like you were totally there in three D. And you can upload these images to Blender software or do your three D modeling and it was pretty incredible. I was watching just, just on a regular I mean, no high-end high iPhone.
1: Well, I know, and yeah. what's crazy is I was just watching something on Netflix. It's called something about memes, and there yes. Paris Hilton's on there, and how the meme world. You know what a meme is, yes. right? And how the whole social network, and how how to be an influence and stuff. And Paris Hilton essentially created created the whole uh, influencer realm or the whole field, the blueprint of how to be a. She was a pioneer, yes. And she was sitting there, and she was like, "I want to do I want to do something virtual." And so they had her in this black tight leather outfit or whatever. And she was standing in this like a uh, globe and every 3 feet was a camera. And I'm sure each camera yeah. cost prob I mean camera like big Nikon camera. Yeah. Probably each camera costs like $5,000 and there's probably 50 of them around her. The the photographer's like, "All right, hold your hands up, palms up, fingers out. Hold still." Click. He all of them would take the picture at the same time and he's like all right turn click all the cameras would take a picture at the same time and they would use that image and make a 3d avatar of her so you're saying that this what she was doing back in whatever we can now do not, that with just our camera can, just with your new phone with your new phone so i mean that's a good technology that's a good thing. have you seen what they do they actually use when they do the um the home thing where they put the it almost looks like an old polaroid camera on a tripod and they put it in there and they hit the button does the spins around it. in the real you know if you're going to show a house, this is yeah. the living room, this is the dining room, this is the whatever, and it sits there and spins around, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that, <laughs> and I mean, uh, you can do that with a tripod too, but if you, I mean, the realtors have it set up, so really I'm going to go on record right now and say, pretty soon, we are going to be, well, we're going to just shoot movies with our phone. Now, our phones are always like maybe three generations behind actual film and movie cameras, but I, I think, think... They have
2: actually got films that have been made that are out in... Maybe not in the theaters, but Netflix and other ones that are done entirely on an iPhone. They
1: have some movies. That would be interesting to see, Dan. Okay, Now you're going to make me look it up. No, <laughs> okay. no I mean, yeah. I understand some of the commercials when the iPhones first came out, they, they were shooting them with the actual i iPhone 11. This commercial was shot with iPhone 12. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's going to be, um, I think the,
2: the technology on phones is fantastic. Yes. What else you got going on? Oh uh, no, that's just not, not much at all. Any
1: big jobs going on with the computer world? Did you uh, upload, download, mess up your your hard drive? No, your-
2: nope. No, everything's pretty good. I just uh, set up my new computer. Uh, my new spare, and I do have, um, someone's buying a new laptop, and i got to transfer a bunch of data from their old laptop.
1: Well, good. you got time for that while you're uh, wrecking someone else's yeah, house? Yeah, that's, that's the floor. Time. That's mm-hmm. my rest time in
2: between those.
1: So. All right, stick around, guys. When we come back, I'll talk about that CEO that gave everyone, works for her, $10,000 and a round-trip ticket first class around the world. So when you said her, I'm assuming it's not you. It's not me. me. <laughs> stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
0: There's always bills to pay. There's always something in the way I can't help but feel I'm lost and for my sake
1: You're listening to Taylor Weatherby, all the way from Michigan. Rock country artists. For more information, go to
0: TaylorWeatherby.com. You're listening to This is Between Me and That Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Live. That filthy, cheap slut.
2: We all have a story. Covid has affected us all. No one is immune. Covid has not brought us together. It has forced us into a box called social distancing. We all crave closeness and space, but on our own terms, that has been taken away and we may never get it back. The Chinese Communist Party and the World Health Organization insisted on using the Covid acronym, but CovidSatian.com offers a different meaning for these letters in hoping all people of the world will agree and join in this protest of the disease and the government responsible for the lightning fast worldwide spread. Control the message and you control the people. Like the disease, COVIDSapien.com does not discriminate against any people or country of origin. We are happy to support the industrious peoples of the world. Show your support by going to COVIDSapien.com and order your official protest gear and show the people you are taking back your space and your story. Go to COVIDSapien.com now.
1: You're listening to
2: Deacon live.
0: Deacon live.
3: Deacon, live. Deacon, live. Deacon live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Over to my far right hand side is IT Dan. Hello We are broadcasting
1: live from the COVID studios. Don't blame the Democrats or Republicans, Trump or Biden. Blame the actual culprit of this widespread virus. For more information, go to covid sapien.com. That's covid sapien.com for more information and show your support and peaceful protests for the outbreak of this virus. Dan, you doing all right over? Over there, yeah, what, what'd you find well. out? Oh, I'm doing what'd well. What'd what? you find out about the movie cameras? Oh, yeah. They, they, they've made 12 movies that they've made with... Um, has anyone... IPhone. Has any of those movies made... Uh, awards? Got what? awards or anything? Or um, I'm
2: sure. I, yeah. I mean, um, he's he's been... Um, Take your time. His movie's called Unsane. I play with FaZe Each Other. Tangerine. Detour.
1: Nine rides. Which one looks the best? I'm Rom- gonna look I'm gonna look up, to see if the trailer. Uh Romance in New York, maybe. All right, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up. And don't guys don't forget for every podcast we do I have a matching video as well. And uh the way you do that is go over to profitradio.com and for every podcast we do, you can see this as well. What's the name of it? Oh, it's um Romance in New York. Romance Rom- in NYC. NYC trailer. And while you're over at Proper Radio, guys. Go ahead and get yourself a um, uh, free swag bag. I uh, will send it out to you. Uh, you ready? So here's the trail. This is 2014. All right, so let's see. I'm going to put this uh You want to put that on camera five, Dan? All right. Describe what's going on, Dan.
2: Uh, they have some girl with a big floppy hat on and she's walking along a bench and she's wandering around a tree like an intimate
1: story. Yeah. About everyday love.
2: Yeah. Make sure you wash your hands afterwards.
1: <laughs> Little boob shot there. Yeah. Shot entirely on the iPhone six. So this is like nineteen hundred, I guess, that yes. yeah. Captures the tiniest nuances of This is no different than a home movie, Dan. No, this, Done is... It... <laughs> this is horrible. Look, we're having dinner. I love you. Romance in New York City. The first short film on an iPhone six. Uh, this is crap, Dad. Yeah, how to it get is the, crap. how you get this? This is crap. This is no different than someone you taking yeah. your home movies and stuff and taking no. it to a guy who transfers it from VHS to video, yeah. and then you can take the video stuff and he's like, right, "Can you throw a little, you know, sweepers and and." Things on there, Dan. It's no different than what I do here in the studio for our, our video <laughs> broadcasts. No, I just said that they made movies. They didn't say they were good well, movies. There go. I was thinking they were. They,
2: they've made some real horrible movies with the the fanciest movie equipment ever. So. You know,
1: I actually um, he I graduated before he did. Uh, the The guy who directed uh, or created the Blair Witch Project, he was out yeah. of uh, University of Central Florida, and he was a couple years behind me. And uh, I was doing a, a live. Podcast Before it was a podcast, uh, it was a live TV show uh, on the um, news network that they had up there at UCF. And we had him on the show, and we talked to him. I'm sitting there talking to him and, and stuff. He was telling us how he used the cameras, the basic cameras uh, that they used to film that. He's like, the whole budget was less than, I think, $100,000 to do the whole entire thing. And <clears throat> the the actors, I guess, didn't know what they were actually filming. They were just like going, eh, you know, but you never seen those actors again. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, because the Blair Witch killed him. Right. Is that real or not? Not real all right what is real is dan uh, you ready yep. so many years ago along the lines of what a and w is doing back in the 80s they they came out with that one-third burger no one could figure out the math on that uh now they're revamping themselves and they came out three ninths burger now right now about 10 years ago in early 2018 uh, they were trying to do this whole entire robot they were trying to take the cooking element out of the kitchen you know no you mean one take the people out. Well, yeah, take the people out of the kitchen, well, yeah, yeah. The of the kitchen and, to get them away from these high, uh, hot points, high, high risk oils, yeah, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. So they came out with someone called uh, Flippy. Flippy was designed to become a AI, an AI robot. Um, it was a public disaster. Flippy came out so quickly and overwhelmed by the orders that it broke down before its shift was even over. So what he was doing, his, he was flipping hamburgers and moving yeah. the oils and, or the, moving the fries and dumping the fries all at the same time. And the robot was smart enough to say, hey, if I break down, I'd have to be doing this shit all day long. So he was revamped and then eventually came back up to speed and he's been doing well. But quietly he's been doing well in certain environments. So it, by 2019, it became clear that the takeout um, is going to get a little bit more quicker. So Flippy successfully infiltrated White Castle. Within months, it was a valuable employee. So now it's wor- it works for White Castle. You ever seen the people that work for White Castle, Dan? No. I've, <laughs> I've been to White Castle like once. <laughs> so right now, Flippy has spawned this his unholy twin brother, which is now called Wingy. And guess what Wingy's doing?
2: I guess he's making up some wings for everybody, some hot wings.
1: Take it right there, Dan. Yeah.
2: Miso Robotics, the leading producer of disembodied mechanical arms, which will most certainly never use their powerful grip to strangle a part-time assistant manager, has announced it now in cahoots with Inspire Brands, the company behind Arby's, Sonic, Dunkin', Baskin-Robbins, Jimmy John's, Roast Taco, and Buffalo Wings, that mega restaurant group just welcomed its Flippy Wings unit, dubbed Wingy by the kitchen team, to its innovation center in Atlanta, Georgia, where it's currently being tailored and tuned to specifications. Once its its education is complete, it'll be installed at Alliance Kitchen, Inspire Ghost Kitchen concept to gain some real-world experience before infiltrating a standalone Buffalo Wings location next year.
1: So, so like his burger-flipping big brother, Wingy uses like an AI vision to identify food, which he then of course picks it up, drops it in the fryer and then deposit it onto a hot like holding area, like the little grill patterns and stuff. Uh, But Miso Robot swears that Wingy is actually making the restaurant safer by eliminating several hot touch points, which I was talking about uh, earlier. Uh, Decreased spillage, you don't lose as much. uh, And when you're not losing as much, of course, you're not replenishing as much. That's the bottom line. And keeping air prone humans away from giant vats of scalding hot oil. I mean, we've seen many times of people carrying oil on TikTok videos and all that, carrying oil or, or just Cleaning supplies from one section and they drop and it spills all over the place.
2: Yeah, and I mean I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken, four hundred and twelve degrees that oil was that they you know in pressure pots. Did there. they
1: have to keep it at four hundred and
2: twelve degrees? That's what they cooked it at. That's what I mean in, in these and pressure so that and the, yeah, there were people that got burnt when I was working there and um, it was a normal thing. So
1: Now, when you were working there, Dan, if you did your job really, really well. Uh, did the store manager, the owner, the managers or anything like that give you a bonus or saying, hey, you're doing a good job there, Dan? Thanks no, for, thanks they, for They
2: actually told me we have no hours for you and more or less said, see you later. Yeah, that's
1: hmm. their polite way of saying, get out of here. Yeah. Now, this young lady right here, she is the founder of a company called Spanx. Now, do you know what Spanx is? And this is S-P-A-N-X. Those are like undergarments. They are undergarments. They're kind of like, they started out as like a girdle. And for some women out there, they have a... Not a. I don't want to say, I'm trying to make it as nice as possible. When you wear a nice long gown, they're very conscious about the little pooch. You know, I've got a little pooch right here that I've been working on. Dan, you got a pooch too. Yeah, but how, how is your... Um... Mediterranean diet's a different story. So we'll go on that another time. But the Spanx actually makes it look... Like a nice, smooth, flat-lined stomach, without the lines and the and the awkwardness of having the you know a, a girdle. Oh, girdle okay. is where they used to tie. You've seen the corsets where they pull the strings yeah. in the back. So they've actually expanded now to do bras, underwears, and all this across the whole entire world. And the CEO has now maintained 51% of the shares, controlling shares, of spanks. So right here.
2: Yeah, Spanks founder Sarah Blake Blakely surprised employees with the news she revealed on a post on a verified Instagram Friday. In the video, Blakely spun a globe before revealing that she'd bought each of her employees two first-class tickets to anywhere in the world. She added, if you go on a trip, you might want to go out to a really nice dinner. You might want to go to a really nice hotel. And so everybody's first two-class tickets, any in the world you are getting $10,000. Can
1: you tax that? Is that yeah, a I'm bonus? Sure I'm sure it's going to So be it's going to be, let's say, 7500 maybe $7,300. Yeah. yeah. I really want everyone to celebrate this moment in their own way. And create a memory that will last a lifetime. Cheers to 21 years of magic and many more to come, she wrote on her Instagram page. Blakely, uh, also pointed out that although 50% of the
2: on- entrepreneurs, there
1: you go, are women, only 2.3% of the venture capital goes funding goes to women. So what they're saying is there's 50% of the business owners are women, but only the 2.3% of the funding goes to them. Correct. Uh, right there. Yeah. In her toes,
2: she paid tribute to the woman that came before me and all of the women in the world who have not had this opportunity. She said that when she founded Spanx in two thousand, she did so with five thousand dollars in savings, and now she's over <laughs> over a billion.
1: Can you imagine yeah. that? Your boss comes up and you worked for this company for yeah. so long, or not so long, yeah. but you know you started, you took a risk on it, you yeah. took a gamble, on it, you took a chance yeah. on it, and it's a labor of love in more ways than one. Yeah. And then she appreciates your labor of love and lets you fly around two tick two first class round trip tickets to anywhere in the world, plus ten thousand yeah. dollars. I would think I would sell the tickets because I don't want to be in those COVID plans. I don't want to be in, you know, other countries that don't do the whole, you know, mask and all that. That That's just me. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still. Yeah, I don't go traveling. I don't anyway. know if there's a timeline on the whole uh, when those tickets are, are valid, but n- nonetheless. Now, Dan, are you a NASCAR fan? No. Are you a Joe Biden fan? Um, No. So yeah. do you know what it means to say this is the, the biggest thing that's coming out right now? It's called Let's Go Brandon. And what does it mean? It's it's showing up on everyone's Facebook pages. It's showing up on TikTok. And yeah. nobody knows. Well, I say nobody knows. Yeah. Some people out there might not know what it yeah. is. If you've seen the hashtag, Let's Go Brandon, on social media, the wonderness of what it meant. The phrase is hashtag relates to the NASCAR racer, Brandon Brown. Brandon Brown r- recently won his first Infinity Race and was interviewed for a post-race with his fan, Channing in the Stands.
2: Do you know he's legally blind?
1: No, he's not, is he? No, I don't. Why would you say that in the middle? of this article, Dan. I I got enough shit to do. You're going to say that right in the middle of the article? Well, I was just wondering
2: what the story was about.
1: So, the chants of the fans seem to say this, say one thing, and then the news reporter says, they're saying, oh, look how nice it is. They're saying, let's go, Brandon. And you can hear it in this interview down below. Hold on, Dan, before you get so excited. Hold on. You're a stop stick. You know what I'm saying? You know what a stop stick is? You want to go to five, camera five? I want to go to camera yeah, camera five. You know what a stop stick is, Dan? Yeah. When I'm going along in a certain space, you throw something out there that makes absolutely no sense, and I stop and skid across the ground, and then i got to figure out, change my tires, and get back on the thing. Okay. Okay. So just keeping
2: our new toes. Yeah,
1: thanks. Here we go. So here we go. This is the chant. They're interviewing him. This is Brandon Brown. He won his first impact uh, race here. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable... Moment. Now you got to listen to the people in the background. Okay. Listen. You ready?
3: Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, That's you told right. me you were going <laughs> to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. What did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh
1: my God! It was. Uh... Can you hear what they're saying? Yeah. What are they saying,
2: Dan? It almost sounds like they're saying "fuck Joe Biden."
1: They are saying yeah. "fuck Joe Biden," and this newscaster, the interviewer, is saying, "Oh look, they're saying, how sweet is that? Let's go, Learning Brandon." How each line didn't uh, stay to one; it everything shifted top to bottom so much that it was kind of like, "Okay, let's just stay patient where we're at and hope for the best." And so, if you see that this news reporter just kind of skimmed over the whole, uh, you know, "fuck Joe Biden," and of course, you it's live. It's a live telecast, just like we do here on Deacon Live. It's a live telecast. They are saying F Joe Biden and uh tele- the interviewer was like going, Hey, um so oh, she, it's she so-
2: didn't stop and skid off the roadway, did no, she? No, she,
1: she didn't, Dan.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> it's so hard for me sometimes. Alright, we'll we come back. Uh we got a couple more things to get into and then we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio, I'll be right back.
3: most this is my Facebook page what I choose to post does not require anyone's comments or opinions if you do not like what is on my page or what I choose to share scroll on I am NOT asking for your religious or political views I'm a big girl and have my own thank you I was raised a Christian and I am proud to be an American if this causes longtime high school friends to remove me from their friends list then we were not friends to begin with I'd never tell a true friend to see things my way or else Everyone has their own opinions, and everyone makes their own choices. Peace out. We're there,
2: dude? Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all gay. I got a rainbow flag in my window. Hey, cool.
3: yeah, don't deny it. Well, you know, we get the American flag and then the rainbow flag.
1: So yeah. what happens if you turn the rainbow flag upside down?
3: It's straight. It's straight. Yeah, I don't even know. Think about
1: it. Yeah, sure. I mean, is that the lesbian flag? Because, you know, the upside down and stuff?
0: You're listening to that explains a lot. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. More. Deacon, Deacon Live. Yeah. LV the boss. Uh, boy genius. I just want to go slide through the city top bed for the summer. Just a hustler trying to make it, I'm going to do it till I come up. See, I'm in my own lane. Don't call me your it's as I keep ruins all around me, you know they keep it a I Just want to slide through the city top bed for the summer. Just a hustler trying to make it, I'm going to do it till I come up. See, I'm in my own lane. Don't call me your it's as I keep ruins all around me, you know they keep it a hunter. Watch side, dude. Red shots of sound boo. In the streets, more shaking them up like a loose too As in the they use like blue-coot. The untold truth. LB and Woods and Rivers, ATX, Sidey Group. Don't believe everything you hear from these kangaroos. What one monkey see, what another monkey do. Drugs, crime, and they money crew we the same shoes, the youngsters the to front of the line are listening, listening to Deacon yeah. In dreams into reality because we stay woke want to see out passing out from East
1: welcome back to deacon live over to my far right hand the stop stick of this podcast is it dan yes my new title <laughs> and we are broadcasting live from the covid com studios don't blame the democrats or the republicans show your support silently and peacefully by going to covid for more information on this widespread virus now dan being the stop stick of this podcast um I know this is bef- not before. This is way after your era. Were nightclubs and stuff a big thing when you were growing up? No. Not not like they are today. I guess no, I mean. not.
2: I don't think we had any around. We were in the suburbs, and um, don't really think I went to any nightclubs at all. All
1: right, so. Um, there was a time where people were buying like Rufinol, which is the roofies. They're the roofies, yeah, putting and, in people's drinks. And yeah. That was coming out around like the rave eras and stuff and people were being yeah. drugged and stuff. And then there was a whole thing where uh, one kid designed a fingernail polish. If you put your fingernail polish in your drink, the fingernail polish would change colors if it was like tainted or anything like that. I think oh. it was a kid out of uh, UNC that actually created oh. that. Oh, I hadn't heard that. But now the the latest thing that's been going on is if you go out to a party <clears throat> or a nightclub or something like that and all of a sudden you wake up or you get home and the next morning you've got a like a small little round bruise and you're like, oh, I might have hit my arm on the chair. Might Something might have happened. Uh, something's not right. I just, you know, I, I got low iron. You know, I bruise easily. Unfortunately, there have been many instances where people have come home from late night out at the bar from the club feeling a little bit sick and they realize they made, their drink may have been spiked. However, the new disturbing way that creeps into to bad intentions are drugging potential victims is called injection spiking. And it sees people getting injected by a stranger without even knowing it. Yeah, the devious act
2: has gotten so bad in Britain that they've. Uh, Version: Secretary of the Interior has asked police to keep her updated on the issue. Many club goers are staying home as well. And some are even boycotting venues until security is tight and fearful that they will be non-consensually injected. And I mean, is that? I mean, they're trying to put a roofie in it, or what are they? I, I, they're in the injecting
1: trucks? them with some. I don't know what it is. So here's yeah. a TikTok video. Uh, you you want to go to four? So here we go. Here's the video yo oops, oops. I got two videos going on.
0: I literally had this, and I didn't know what it was. I was on a night out, and I got home, and I had the same bruise like that. I still have it. Wait, I'll show you. Hold on. It's on my leg, and it's like.
1: It almost it looks right like a here. spider bite, but, yeah. It, yeah, but it's, it's, it's got a little injection stay.
0: point. And then this bruise around it, and it was super hard, and I had no idea what it was.
2: But wouldn't she have woken up someplace and or and I something? I just
0: thought I'd fallen over and bruised myself. Like, is this real? Is this actually happening? Is this is this real in England?
1: So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the what happened to her, but they're saying that you know you take a small needle and have you ever seen um your diabetic needles they got a really really short needle on i mean it's small it's about maybe a quarter of an inch long and um are i mean they're paper paper thin you wouldn't even feel it you just and then you're done so whatever they're putting in it it's called um injection spikes is what they're what they're doing i have
2: not heard of that but it's uh, it's one thing we really don't need we don't
1: need that at all now dan uh let's see something that we don't need let's see what i'm going right here You just bought my truck. Yes. All right. And it's a 2011. Yeah, Silverado. love it. And guess what? They've actually, on the website, we're now allowed to order the 1500 2022. So the chips are being filled in the vehicles and stuff. And we actually put it in a, well, I don't want to say put it in order. We actually created a truck, almost the same exact identical truck, a little bit bigger, a little bit different. I think there was maybe $500 difference. What color? White? White. the the red that we wanted is not available, Um so we're going we're opting for the blue. There's like this mystic metallic blue, like a royal blue almost. A light or dark? It's a royal blue, Dan. Okay. <laughs> you know what a royal blue is? No, I'm colorblind. Remember now. Be careful out there because this time of year it's hunting season. Now, hunting season means that there's deer and everything running around out there. So right now, North Carolina is issuing the AAA in North Carolina says, offering tips to avoid costly deer collisions. Now, remember we had that story about yeah. all the cows that were, no one was on the beaches so all the cows just kind of, they were on the beaches kind of took over the beaches and they got really, really aggressive. I remember. Same thing with the back roads here in, in Charlotte. Now, for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town we like to call Marshville and we sit on about 22 some odd acres and we have two-lane country roads to get here, to get out of here. We can see your headlights from a mile away, but you can't see the deer. And the deer now, because there's not much traffic going up and down the roads from everyone working at home and everyone, you know, homeschooling and kids, there's no uh, work traffic or school traffic, deer are getting a little bit more friskier or a little bit more bolder crossing streets and stuff. Uh, We see them in our
2: neighborhood all. I mean, they're right in my yard. I'm 20, 30 feet away from them.
1: What they're saying now is it's deer season and they're getting a little spry they're getting a little it's mating season essentially is what it is so what they're saying is be careful out there of this time of year
2: yeah this time of year when deer are extremely active and the chance of them darting into the roadway are much higher the auto club in the Carolinas said, we urge drivers to stay alert, especially on animal-prone areas, because a collision with the deer can be just as destructive as a collision with another vehicle. Deer kill
1: more people than sharks. We've talked about it. The months of October through December, about 51% of the crashes, the DOT states, is from deer crashes or deer mm-hmm. crossing the road. Uh, hitting a deer almost costs about 4300 bucks to fix your car. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife, many years ago, she was coming down a two-lane back road, and she was they talking to her friend on you know the bluetooth and a deer just she was going 35 she said 35 i'm gonna go with 35 jumped out in front of her and she smacked it smacked it it got up on her hood it you know it, the whole rolled off the hood and took off across the cornfields and she pulled over freaked out she was less than a mile from the house called me freaking out hey oh my god you know i hit a deer came up there the the front ground effects was scraping on the ground i had to pull that back up and then we came home and, and got the whole entire front redone. Uh And then, of course, a couple of years later, she gets on the on a two-lane road. Someone ran a stop sign. So most of the deer are active between 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and also 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So pay close attention out there. If you see a deer, which you never do, slow down. If you see one cross on the road, creep up slowly because there's probably four or five more behind it. Now, Dan, do you have those little whistles on your car? I was car? just
2: going to say, in Vermont, we had deer whistles that would go on the front of the car. And we had them then. I don't see them now, but I see a lot of them in our community. But, you know,
1: and you just be careful driving around. Hertz run a car. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, I'm a Hertz Gold member. By the way. Are, are you really? Well, you're going to be really, really excited about this right now because Hertz just now made a purchase order, sent out an invoice to Tesla. You ever heard of those guys? Yeah, I've heard of them. They just sent out an order for 100,000 Teslas for its new electronic fleet. fleet.
2: Yeah, with football superstar Tom Brady set the pitch the deal, Hertz plans to field 100,000 Hundred thousand Tesla electric cars to its North American and European rental fleets. This move will position the rental company as the largest source of electric vehicle rentals in the United States and one of the biggest in Europe. At a time when electric vehicles are beginning to gain real traction, in turn, it could not just help just not Tesla, but the auto industry overall by increases awareness of what today's latest electrical vehicles vehicles can do.
1: So imagine that your your hurts you you were bankrupt and you said you know what now that, and. There's different types of bankruptcy. You know, you can be Chapter 7, Chapter yeah. 13, Chapter 21, yeah. whatever. And I think whatever chapter they did is yeah. basically just repositioning their finances. Yeah. And they ended up spending whatever on uh, 100,000 Tesla. So yeah. 100,000, what, at $40,000? How, mu- how much is that?
2: Yeah, $4, uh, uh, four billion.
1: No, it's a $4, it's four million. Well, yeah. I'm sure there's other things that are involved. Yeah. Where? Where do you see $4 billion? At the very top. Scroll up to the top. Keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, more than four million. All right, thank you, Dan. All right, but what it's done is it's actually taken Tesla to where they can pay off a lot more. They paid off a lot of their debt, so they're almost, which is always good, be debt free. They have nothing over. They have they don't owe anyone. For the yeah. most part, anything. And now they've, they've made themselves a tri- or $1 trillion company, which is the first company to ever, ever do that.
2: You know, my nephew, I was talking to my nephew he was down in Texas, and he they rented a Tesla. And he said he was shocked how well it responded. He said, you step on the gas pedal instantly. You didn't have to build up RPMs. He said, those things are fast. And he said, the response... It's it's nothing like anything's ever driven before. I, th- I
1: think yeah. you know, Hertz has made a really good purchase because they will do exactly yeah. that. Hey, I want a Tesla. I, I you know take technically I want to test drive one. I yeah. can rent it for a week and drive it around and see if I like this and then actually go out and buy it. So it, it's yeah. good on both parties. You have the, the person who wants to test drive a Tesla for a week, you pay whatever it is the fee for a week. Maybe it's gonna be a little bit higher, I would assume it'd be a little bit higher, maybe three hundred bucks for a week. Do you return it? You can't say, you can't return it with gas. Yeah. You, got, you know, the gasket, hey, yeah, put the, I don't have a charger. This is all up to you guys. But for the most part, I mean, that's what they're doing. I think they're going to see a lot of business on it. And I think Hertz is also partnered with Uber and they're going to be, Uber lets you, for those of you who don't know that, that, Uber lets you, if you don't have a car that meets their standards, they will actually help you rent or buy or lease a car from them. And you can, whatever your tips are and stuff like that, you can you can pay Uber for your car payment. The other day, I was in my yard. Here we go. A Mercedes-Benz,
2: a white Mercedes-Benz sedan, pulled up in my yard, pulled up about 10 feet into my driveway. I thought they were just turning around. They stopped and a black woman got out, walked over to a trunk and opened it up, she walked up to me and goes, here, got a couple of packages. It's from Amazon. I mean, she, and she had the little barcode reader and stuff like that. But, hey, getting your package delivered in the Amazon. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, make, they make good money. Yeah. So it's uh, the world's changing. But I think that um, the electric cars are good for the planet.
1: Well, yeah. and, you know, I was reading something while I was doing research for this podcast is I was reading an article, and I almost pulled it, and I was like, well, that's going to go against what I said about, what was uh, the other week I said, how much it costs to actually charge your electric Battery, vehicle. Yeah. They actually said that it costs you per mile or per something, I forget what, what it was, Admission car, your gasoline admission car actually is cheaper right now per to uh, to have it next to an electric car. Now, of course, th- those prices are going to fluctuate, but I've, I've, I got, I got all the information. I forget what the actual article was, but right now it's cheaper to have a gas car than an electric car, and the difference is maybe five percent difference, five percent different to have a, a gas car than an electric car. But it's coming around. But GM, I think, was it GM that just came out and said. Um, we're gonna give a hundred or ten thousand charging stations to anyone in the across the United States, and you know, all you have to do is apply for it. We will come out and put these charging stations in your, you know, let's say a, a mall. If you know those Simon malls or anything like that, we'll put ten charging stations there for free. And I think they're doing that as well. So th- the charging station is the big thing.
2: Yeah, it's so oh, it's it's interesting, but it's the world is changing.
1: All the time. Great commentary, Dan. All right. So speaking of cars, if you are down on your luck or you just need a new car, if you need a new car and you want to, you ever gone to the, uh, the auction? Are you familiar with the auction, Dan? Like a yeah, auto I, auction? Yeah. And everyone I've talked to said they've been, the prices are really high at the auction. So over by in Orlando, just outside the international airport in Orlando is this huge, huge. I mean, if you had a drone, you could do overhead footage of this huge, huge parking lot. And all it is is auction cars. There's a huge auto auction there and dealers from all over the country come there and they they bid on packs of cars like we got 10 vans we got 10 trucks we got 20 trucks we got 20 cars i bid on them and you pay whatever and then they they ship them out to you well airports right now are getting into that that little deal because they have to pay a lot to store a car and what happens if something happens and there's abandoned cars in your three-story four-story five-story parking garage and you have all these abandoned cars what do you do with it well airports are now getting in on the game random abandoned cars could be yours at the Pittsburgh airport in this annual auction. Why do people park at the airport and never come back? Who knows? It might lead to a bargain for you. This auction is being held sometime in October. Here you go. Yeah, there are stories behind the 10
2: vehicles, including a 2015 Mini Cooper S, a 2002 BMW, and the 1999 Nissan Maxima. People left it, so it doesn't seem 10 cars is not a lot, but what do you do with titles as far as that? I'm just curious. I, I think yeah.
1: they'd probably give them an
2: abandoned title and go yeah. from there. Yeah, if used vehicles Vehicles, aren't you How about industrial things, snow plows? Enough people simply abandon their vehicles at the Pittsburgh International Airport each year that the Pittsburgh Airport Authority holds an annual auction to get rid of the growing collection. This year, the auction is set for this coming weekend, and it's a place to be if you're looking to snag someone's old, unwanted vehicle. So I don't understand.
1: Yeah. I guess people are just just leaving them out there, I guess?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, they they could go on a flight somewhere. Their plane crash. They go to another country and can't come back. So over in Crazy Pittsburgh, things happen, yeah, keep, yeah.
1: keep an eye over at the Pittsburgh Airport they are uh, auctioning off cars, I guess, this weekend, and they might do it every year. Let's see, what does it say? Uh Still interested in that 2006 Nissan Murano, around 150 miles, 150,000 miles, sold for 1100 bucks. A 2012 Chevy Silverado with 57,000 miles sold for $18,000. So, you're not just walking away with, like, a really good deal, because, I mean, that right there, a 2012 Chevy Silverado. <laughs> yeah, that's not a super steal, but it's a bargain. Alright, when we come back, uh we got one more segment to go and then we'll wrap it up and let you guys get back to what you got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
0: Follow us on Facebook. You always talk. Keyword. You talk and you talk and you say. Prophet. Well, let me tell you something. Radio. I just want to say this. Prophet.
2: So shut up. me Hi, I'm IT Dan, and I've written a book called Marriage Changes Everything. I've been married for almost 40 years, and I know very little about women, including my wife. Marriage, that's another thing. This is a compilation of some of the most intelligent and insightful anecdotes, jokes, and stories that I've come across in 47 years of marriage. You can find it at Amazon.com or you can follow the link on ProfitRadio.com.
1: You're listening to. Hey, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, beautiful little town where called Marshville. Broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studios. Show your support peacefully and find out who's the actual blame for the widespread virus. Go to COVIDSapien.com for more information. Order your swag there as well from that website. And over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan. Yes, it's been a great day. Are you sure it's been yeah, a great day? Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. It's beautiful, your, beautiful weather. You are yeah. absolutely driving me insane during this podcast. You are a stopstick. stick. And it's okay. It's part of the podcast. It's human nature. It's what's going on here at the studios. It, this is not staged. This is not scripted or anything like that. And you're over there reading the, what what about Kitten Rodenbauer? Yeah, what's his but, name?
2: Yeah, some kid on the news. You don't see my point of view. <laughs> I didn't get my ten thousand dollar thing in the airline tickets, you know? <laughs> so I, I deserve to screw everything up. Why? Yeah, because I didn't get my ten thousand dollars. From who? The, the other the other people at that other company. They're that, a million they're, they're a billion Spanx. they're
1: a billion dollar company. Do you think we're a billion dollar Company here, Dan. Yeah, billion dollar ideas. Yeah, <laughs> if I got paid for every idea, billion dollars for every idea that I had that was successful, I'd have uh, maybe a dollar fifty. Yes, but we're all rich, you know that our we? own
2: way. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy right here, after serving two tours in Afghanistan, and because of the whole Joe Biden thing, uh, or not Joe Biden thing, this was already putting in down the pike and everything as far as getting all the troops and everything out of Afghanistan. This guy comes home and just wants to pick up, you know, a gallon of milk and a. Uh, loaf of bread and a stick of butter at the local convenience store and here he is waiting in line and these two knuckleheads come running in a oh, camera four on that dan these two knuckleheads come running into the store and let's see if i can hold on with a gun and try to rob the place so let's see if i can do this oh there's music so there he is he's just kind of waiting in line here come the guys two little skinny guys what happened dan he grabbed a gun out of him knocked one guy down and the other guy ran out the door but he's coming yeah. in pointing at the gun yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's not he knows self defense. Here wanna play it again? I'll play it. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's so he's probably talking to the cashier, you know, a couple things, you know, hey, what's going on? All right, that's cool. He's got whatever in his hands. I'm gonna say, guys, there are two kids, thugs, come in all dressed in black, and the first one's pointing the gun, he's got it pointed sideways, you know, gangster style, and he sees the gun and literally just smacks it out of his hand. Yep. Yeah, and he, then punches him. <laughs> well, he pushes.
2: In self-defense, you push the gun out of the way so if it discharges, yep. he pushed it up in the air and then discharged him and knocked him down. And he punched him in the head. And the other kid just ran, pulled and ran out the door. Fucking so. pussies. Yeah. That's what
1: they are. Yeah. Now, being a fucking pussy, Dan, have you ever gone hiking or snow skiing or anything like that? Um, I hiked down to my mailbox, which is
2: like 500 feet away from Again, my house. Again, stop stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I've never gone hiking. Though. Okay.
1: So in Colorado, you know, everyone's smoking weed out in Colorado, and a lot of people are, you know, they love Colorado because of the environment. You can go hunting, you can go camping, you can go fishing and doing all that stuff. The mountains. Yeah. You can do the mountains, and they're skiing and stuff. Unfortunately, a Colorado rescue team has some simple advice for any lost hikers out there wandering around during this time of year and you find yourself lost in the mountains now this guy right here was reported missing because he didn't show up back to base camp after about 24 hours so after about 24 hours they haven't seen the hiker and so they said to the the local affiliate saying hey look we can't find our friend he's out there somewhere and of course the local affiliates go what's his phone number and they go here's his phone number and they called him they called him all the way from nine o'clock in the morning to about 12 hours later to eight o'clock that night Right, and no answer, no answer. I went straight to voice message. So what happened was right here.
2: Yeah, five team members looked for the hiker in areas where people tend to get lost, but called off the search at 3 a.m. A three-person search team checked another area at 7 a.m. Then they got a call about 9:30 a.m. that the hiker, who was not identified, had returned to where they were staying. The hiker had no idea that were a rescue that the rescuers were looking for him. So one notable takeaway is the subject ignored repeated phone calls from us because they didn't recognize the number. If you're overdue according to your itinerary and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number, please answer the phone. It could be a rescue team.
1: So the guy guy was probably out there and he's like, oh, shit, you know, I know which way it is. I can figure out how to get out of here. He's probably, you know, like the Marine. He's like, I can figure out how to get out of here. I'm a manly man. And he's walking and all of a sudden he gets this phone call. Hey, would you like to increase your uh, homeowner's insurance? You're like, what the fuck? Maybe that's what he was thinking. He's gotten so many of those spam calls. He just saw like these unrecognized numbers and said... All right, here we go. Spam number again. Spam number again. But it's the same one over and over. And he refused to answer the phone. I hope they charge him a fee. I hope they
2: find him for that. So.
1: Well, but what would be the grounds for charging him a fee? Because when you have to, you,
2: you're going hiking. There's rules by the park. They do that at Mount Washington. If you go out and you said, you know, you sign in, tell them where you're going and when you're expected. Really? Back. Yeah. And if they have to do put search parties for you because you're lost, because you're an idiot. Charge. Yeah, because you're an idiot. You charge him, and you don't I mean,
1: answer your phone.
2: Well, I mean, you, you look at the. You have a certain budget for your office and everything there if you have to send your rangers out and it happens all the time in my Washington
1: I, a good friend of mine posted on Facebook saying hey look they're worried about the Gabby Patino thing and the whole Brian Laundry thing yeah. if you've ever been lost or out of range or anything like that and you're worried about I've only got you've seen the movies where your battery's like on its last tick of batteries yeah. to go to your voice message and leave a voice message of your last location where you're at give them all the information you can because you're like hey I'm stuck in the corner of Fifth in Maine. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, there's two trees. It's 2.30 in the afternoon on December 14th. Ow, I bit my cheek. December 14th. And then you leave that as a message. Even if your phone dies, people will call your phone and get that message. So they know exactly, hey, according to this right here, it's December 14th. Here's the message and stuff. So it's kind of like one of those helping tips if your battery's running low on or your phone's running low on batteries. Okay, well, that's a good thing for our listeners. Here you go. All right. Uh, one more thing or a couple more things. Dan, have you ever entered a beauty contest? Of any sorts? Is this a trick question? No, no. Um, have you ever seen the beauty contest? You know, Donald Trump had the, what it, was a Miss Universe pageant? Yeah, all the, I actually have never watched one. I, I They were they were big for a while through the, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and somewhere in the 90s, it kind of fell off. And I think that was the discover or the the invention of the Internet. And then everyone was, like, kind of complaining and, and pitching their whole thing. This is all, it's crap. You know, why do we subject women, the, the revolution of women being empowerment? And, well,
2: and the worst thing is that a lot of these kids, their mothers have forced them from the time they were four years old to go to these things when they could be out having fun.
1: So this beauty pageant right here took a whole bunch of shots as far as people complaining about the beauty pageant. Three former Miss French candidates allege that the pageant is discriminatory by picking contestants based on representation of beauty that's their that's, claim they're only picking the pretty people to be in this competition well of course Dan yeah it's why a beauty wouldn't they contest yeah. what, what they say the requirements are placed in like a minimum of height of five foot five inches no tattoos or any other piercings other than their ears plus anyone has to be either single or never been married and not have any children they can't change their hair or gain weight during the competition yeah
2: the woman suing the pageant who are remaining anonymous teamed up with French feminist group os says la feministe which translates to dare to be feminist they filed their complaint against the Miss France company and Endemol productions who are behind the annual TV broadcast the suit alleges that Miss France is a vehicle for sex's value broadcast you said and, podcast broadcast uh, I mean beauty's only skin deep and ugly goes right to the bone
1: but I mean you know you're you're signing up yeah. to be a beauty it's a beauty pageant now granted yeah. there's other stuff they also ask them how quickly can they think on their feet when they say uh what would you do to, to help kids and other Countries and what was ma- Miss South Carolina? Yeah. I think everyone should have maps because maps aren't available to everyone in the world. And a registration of maps for everyone in the country shouldn't have maps. And, you know, Mario <laughs> Lopez is standing there going, What the fuck did she just say? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you
2: know, and uh, can these people cook or do other things? But a beauty pageant's a beauty pageant. Can't go over it, you know.
1: And it's come a long yeah. way. But, yeah. you know, it's a fraternity because if you look at beauty pageants, 98% of them are white. You know, 98% of them come from a well-established background as far as whether it be education or money. Uh, you don't see a you know a slumlord queen from Brooklyn yeah. <laughs> with no backing or anything. I think, in my opinion, I think the beauty pageants in the next 10 years uh, might evolve into something different. It might evolve into what we're seeing now, what America's Got Talent, or the voice, yeah. or mean, anything I, like that.
2: It would be nice to see if someone could carry a conversation, do some cooking. I don't think you expect <laughs> anyone to sew. Anyone to, to be a tailor in how to sew. Dan, but, you know yeah. how chauvinistic that sounds
1: in itself. No, I... I- I mean, I think that you... Uh, uh, I just want to see someone that can sew and no, cook no. and mend my socks no. and iron my jeans. No, I think... That's th- what you I just said. No, I'm saying that beauty <laughs> is beauty is someone who knows
2: how to do th- certain things like to cook. Like to cook said, and clean uh, and mend my and socks. No, and, and I, I said I'm not asking <laughs> them to know how to sew. No one knows how to do that anymore. But, you know, someone that's a little well-rounded. Change a tire? Yeah. yeah Change so, the oil? Yeah, someone yeah. plugs in your car uh-huh. cook Re- and cook in it. It's Re- yeah. Re-shingle a roof. Yeah. I had a girl come into Home Depot one day. Very, very attractive girl. Must have weighed 105 pounds at the most, wearing these dress black jeans. Came in and picked up three bags of cement. Picked them up, put them on a cart, and she didn't get any anything on her, totally clean. I said, look at that. That's amazing. Well, she's got nothing yeah. to
1: rub the concrete
2: yeah. off of. Yeah. You know, normally you pick it up, you put it up, because you yeah. use your weight and leverage. Yeah, you lift it up and you put it against your stomach and you grab it. And I just look at one and I get dirty and I said, wow. I mean, she's all dressed up nice, comes in and grabs them. And I, I said, I said, that's talent. That's talent.
1: All right. One yeah. more thing before I let you go. You are watching a dog right now. Yeah. Watching a little Marley. Marley. And do you have to take Marley to the trimmer or to the, the hair salon or anything like that? No,
2: we don't involved in any of
1: that. So. so this technique, a groomer, is used to clip a chihuahua's nails, has gone very viral. Now, I had a dog many years ago. There's glands in the back of a dog where they, they squirt out. There, there's a stink gland, almost like a like a skunk. If it gets nervous or whatever, it shoots out this little... Oh, I've never heard that before. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But when you clip a dog's nail, especially our bulldogs, yeah. our bulldogs, you grab a, the, the paw and you got to clip and make yeah. sure you don't clip their wick because the wick is like clipping your cuticles. Oh, they can Bleed. not bleed yeah. to death but they'll bleed it's no different than cutting your nails too short and they'll reach around and bite you and reach around and bite you well this technique that this hair groomer dog groomer has found out is very very successful the tiny dog chief is not a fan of being groomed and clearly isn't afraid of letting it being known this viral video has hit over 1.5 million views the chihuahua was captured growling and lunging at her or every time her nails were being clipped for the safety of the groomer she has invented this astronaut like helmet to apply on the dog. Chief wants to be an astronaut when he grows up, the groomer says. Heather, so here we go. Let's see. Here's the whole video right here. Dan, you want to hit camera five? And let's see. Here you go. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. Chief's going to be an astronaut when he grows up. Yeah. So they, if you, if you they, see the dog, the dog's yeah. kind of suspended in the air by a harness, which yeah, I'm sure they, is what they, they, ha- they do. They have
2: a table and they have a harness that wraps around the chest of the body. And then it's got a like a snapped-on um, astronaut yeah. bubble <laughs> and it can't bite the woman with itself. Yeah, that is crazy. And so, there's holes yeah. in it, of course, yeah.
1: so it can breathe. Yeah. But it sits there. Look at the... Here you go. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She- So it's, it, yeah. instead of putting a muzzle on the yeah. dog, which causes even more heartache and pain, this is just a globe that kind of goes around. You ever seen those cones? Yeah. Those cones, what they call it, cone of shame yeah. that goes around the dog if it gets you yeah, know, so a surgery or something? They, they
2: don't scratch themselves or the, stuff. Well, they lick okay. their
1: wounds yeah. uh, from stitches. This is a globe that goes right around the dog head. It looks yeah. like it snaps in, and then uh, so you can't bite it. So there you go. poor doggy. (laughs) we need to look at the globe right there alright guys on that note we'll let you guys get back to what you gotta do on behalf of IT Dan over there oops my name is the Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight
0: wait 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 come back The, the end the absolute end écoute moi